Have you ever noticed how you only hear about Tyler Carpenter one time a season? We'll get into that, plus a lot more from the Dome. Jonathan Davenport is a $2 million man and more. Let's go. It's Monday, December 5th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The Gateway Dirt Nationals inside the Dome in St. Louis are done, and man, is there a lot to talk about from the weekend. I don't know what it is about this specific event, but it seems like every year there's something crazy or notable that happens at some point through the course of the weekend. I don't know if it's racing inside of a building, the tight racetrack itself, it being maybe the final event of the year for most of these drivers, or what it is. Things on Thursday were relatively uh, relatively quiet. We had Bobby Pierce and Drake Troutman handling the two features. But that lack of excitement did not continue on Friday. In the night's fourth heat race, the drama blew up in a big way between Hudson O'Neill and, you probably could have guessed it, Tyler Carpenter. On a restart, Carpenter squeezed O'Neill down the backstretch, forcing the 71 into the wall at the track, opening, causing big damage and piling up a few cars behind him. O'Neill then was not going to allow Carpenter to go unpunished, so under the caution, he drove through the rear of Carpenter's car, causing, causing a bit of damage, uh, but also flattening the left rear tire. Both were then done for the heat, with O'Neill actually done for the weekend. Sounds like promoter Cody Summer was going to park the 71 for the night anyway, but O'Neill's car had uh, destroyed the front clip, so they packed it in and went home instead of trying to fix that car in the pit area, the racetrack and welding and all the other you know terrible things that you have to try to do. Afterwards, there seemed to be a bit of a kerfuffle in the pits as well, but that was not unexpected after the situation. If you're aware of either driver in any way, their interviews with Flow Racing afterwards were about what you would expect. O'Neill obviously not pleased with the way Carpenter raced him, and Carpenter was, well, Carpenter. I tweeted back on Friday, uh, you know, about this, but T-Carp is such an interesting phenomenon in dirt lane model racing. You literally hear nothing about the guy all season except for this one event. He's a regional racer with not a lot of resources, so he doesn't really compete on the national stage. But the dome levels the field a bit, and he can race like a hooligan and just make it work. And this one event where he does get attention and is in the conversation, he's both a favorite to win, but also has the best odds to cause a complete scene at some point during the weekend. And he again accomplished both this year, just like he did last year. After the heat race incident, he drove through the B-Main to finish fourth in the Friday feature, and obviously added a little bit of a dust-up with Tyler Erb to the mix if you were watching that one, and then went 10th to 4th on Saturday in the Big Show. And now we'll go back to not hearing a thing about him for the next 12 months. That is, unless he shows up somewhere like the Chili Bowl. And I say that because Tanner Thorson was trying to start a campaign on Twitter to get him a ride at the Expo Center coming up. Uh, the other viral moment from Friday night was modified racer Charlie Mefford's role in the B-Main and subsequent Blake Anderson interview. Among other comments, he led the St. Louis crowd in a you-can't-park-there call. He also said, they don't call me Pit Lizard Pimpin' for nothing. Side note here, that is what was on his t-shirts that were available from Race Ranch that then quickly sold out online after that interview. And then to take advantage of his 15 minutes of fame, Race Ranch is now selling Charlie Mefford shirts that say, you can't park there on them. I guess if you're an obscure 16-year-old racer from Kentucky and you're going to roll a modified and a B-made at the Dome, you might as well grab some attention and sell some shirts doing it. Uh, the Friday features were won by Cody Bauer and Ricky Thornton Jr. RTJ was actually the mod winner. Uh, the main events were both entertaining on Saturday as well. We had a, a great battle in the mod feature between Jordan Grabowski, Mike McKinney, and RTJ late in that one. RTJ uh, ended up rolling to the win. Track was pretty technical, uh, made for some good action on the night, and that continued in the late model main event. 
where it looked like maybe Will Harrington was going to snag a big victory, but a caution with five to go closed up the field, gave Tyler Erb the opening he needed to uh, go ahead and grab that win. Erb jumped to the front after a wild restart and survived the final few circuits for the $30,000. It's not been a super great season for Turbo, and that was made significantly worse earlier in the week when he lost his dad to a heart attack there in St. Louis. He, his mom, and his crew were obviously very emotional in victory lane afterwards. And just to give you an idea of how tough the night and the track were for the late model competitors, only 8 of 20 cars were running at the end of the 40 lapper, according to my race pass. And down in Florida, while all hell was breaking loose in the Dome, Jonathan Davenport went over $2 million in earnings for the season, and he did it almost quietly. A fourth on Friday with uh, XR at Alltech, and then the $40,000 win on Saturday put him over the top. I saw somewhere uh, that his total for the season ended up being $2,002,700 in earnings. It's pretty incredible if you think about it, because if you take out the Eldora million win, Superman still made a million dollars through the rest of the season. It just tells you how much winning he did and how much winning he did in big races. According to Dirt on Turt, Davenport ended the season with 24 wins in 79 races. That's a win percentage of more than 30%. And I say he did it quietly because it felt like most of the Dirt Late Model world was focused on the Dome and not on Davenport going over 2 million bucks. Ashton Winger picked up the uh, Friday win at Alltech for $20,000. He grabbed the lead from Mark Whitener with 12 to go in that one. Tim McCready and Joseph Joyner were also on the podium. And then Davenport topped Brandon Overton in the Rumley car. We talked about that back on Friday. Joyner was third in that race as well. Nice weekend there with the Hunt the Front guys. Go ahead and grab in a couple of podiums there. And I believe Joyner was quick time on Friday night as well. So now with the Dome done and the XR season complete, most of the late model world will take a breath for the next 30 days. We'll see a lot of the heavy hitters back in action at Vado in early January for the Wild West shootout. And then the World of Outlaws season begins the end of January down at Volusia. Feel free to use the comment section below to leave your thoughts about the wild weekend at the Dome and Davenport's big money season. And before we shut it down, quick hat tip to Cricky Motorsport and driver Dane Kingshot for grabbing the Western Australia Sprint Car title over the weekend at Perth Motorplex. If you want some dirt racing in the coming weeks, there's still a lot happening down under and you can find it on places like Clayperview and Flow Racing also has quite a few things uh, from down under as well. There are three items on the streaming schedule for today. They are the iRacing World of Outlaws Sprint Cars on Dirt Vision, which I know so many of you just cannot wait to watch. Uh, There's also Dirt Vision now, and there's also Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Don't forget, uh, if you want to grab some Dirt Tracker merch, I still have stickers like this late model one and the logo one. I also have hats and shirts available over at shop.dirttracker.com. Shipping in the U.S. is free, as is sales tax. I'll cover all of that. Uh, We can go ahead and get that shipped out to you if you're still trying to find something for that special someone. Uh, That's it for the show today. Have a good Monday. Make sure to hit that like button. And if you enjoy what I'm doing here, tell a friend. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.